0: Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray.
1: Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. I'm here with our executive producer and co-host, Mark Griffith. Thank you so much for joining us. We're very happy to have you here It feels like it's been a while since we've been back in the saddle, but we're here and we're excited about our show. Um, Of course, we know that this show uh, can be heard on thehousinghour.com, any of our past shows. You can go there and share it with friends and family. You can go to the social media platforms that we're on, facebook.com slash thehousinghour, and locate all of the information that we have provided. We have blogs, we have interviews, we have all kinds of editorials and anything that you could possibly want. The treasure trove of information can be found again at thehousinghour.com. And um the genesis of this show was to talk about housing and the community and anything related to that. And it's important, the community is so important to, to our whole area. Because, in fact, the community is what keeps us healthy. It keeps us strong. It keeps us vibrant. And it's really the, the bridge, and it keeps us all connected. And from time to time, we like to just sit back and talk a little bit about things that are just local. Things that are going on here in our area or things that are going on sort of in East Tennessee. Um, and there's something about East Tennessee also, and that is about the outdoors, that I just love. And, you know, Knoxville is so strategically placed. You have, you know, if Mayor Rojero was here right now, she could explain all of the, the greenways and maybe even um, Mayor Burchett could even give a little insight. But um, there's a lot of outdoor space for us to get out and enjoy. And then you even expand that a little bit, even out of Knoxville. I mean, look—you got the Smoky Mountains. You have just a, a, a beautiful area, and and I know that I take for granted um, some of what we have, and I think others could probably agree with that. Mark doesn't um, take for granted. <laughs> I do don't. No, no.
2: Not. And you know, it's not just far away. You don't right. have to go twenty miles to find this. No. It's we have a bike trails, we have greenways, we have a lot of different things that are just right near your home.
1: Mm, and Mark, you know had has done you know boy scouts he did Cub scouts he did boy scouts with mm-hmm. your son mm-hmm. and you guys got to see a lot of this area and guess what happens when you explore and you get out and you enjoy what it is that our beautiful uh, area has to offer it, it gives you a couple of things number one of course it helps to keep you healthy that's one important piece of it but also it's so good for your spirit just feeling mm-hmm. good breathing in fresh air um except for when the zone levels are above orange. <laughs> but um, you just have a lot to take in. And there's nothing, I think, in my mind, more enjoyable than when my wife and my kids and I go to the Smokies, go to Cades Cove, go to even just the, the smaller trails off of the road. Um, Abrams Fall ha- Falls is one of my favorite hikes you know, to do. There's just so much that you can do. It's just incredible. Um, And so this time of the year, you know, it's, it's cold outside. So you have to be a little bit more mindful about what you can do.
2: Well, and you're stuck inside. Yes. And, and uh, you know, you get the cabin blues. Mm-hmm. So if you go outside and you just soak in some of that sunshine when it's only 50 degrees, but that sun warms you up, mm-hmm. it really changes your attitude.
1: Yeah, absolutely does. And, you know, we had, of course, the East Tennessee Weather Page Gang just a few shows ago, and we were able to give our projections to what exactly the weather was going to look like. And you can find, of course, that on um, Facebook. It's East Tennessee Weather Page. And currently, we couldn't be further from accurate as far as our <laughs> estimates but we still have a lot of winter to go we i think the expectation was you know i think maybe 6 7 inches for the entire season on the high end um we could have a lot of catching up to do <clears throat> but back to my original thought um being that it's this cold outside and and there's limited things you can do one of the things that our company is involved with is we have a wellness program that we've um, sort of generated and, and began we've done this before um, and if you and your employer are doing the same things man take advantage of it because we're doing a boot camp we're also doing uh, some group runs as well on Saturdays and it's a great way to get out there and, and have that camaraderie it, it's just everybody's working rowing in the same direction and it helps it helps not only with your attitude it helps with you know your you just your whole perspective and more than anything, you can get to know people and get out there and interact with folks. We're not meant, I don't believe that you know, the good lord upstairs made us to sit behind um, the walls and play a Nintendo 360 or whatever that thing. I, don't, I yeah. think I just combined two game consoles, probably the Xbox 360, um, our entire life. Now, they now our kids do it, your kids probably did it, right? Yeah, of course, right. You got to tether that to reality.
2: You, you do, and you got to kick them outside. I mean, some were better than others,
1: right? You know, right. And my son, you know, he he loves being outdoors, but he also really enjoys his Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty. You mm-hmm. know, Xbox One I think is the new one that we received, and it's so realistic. But you can get caught up in that. And you can, you know, and as a parent, sometimes it's easy for me to say, well. That's good because that's going to keep him busy. I know he's safe. I know where he is while I'm able to go over here and work in my workshop. Now that wouldn't be me specifically That'd be dangerous actually. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but, but there is a comfort level of knowing, Oh, there's my child. He's right there. He's playing and he's growing, but maybe not height wise. It's maybe the other way. And that's what you have to be cautious of. Um, so, anyway, that was the the lead into today's show because we're going to talk a little bit about some things that are happening in our area. And one of the things that MIG, Mortgage Investors Group, the sponsor of this show, you can go to their website, MIGonline.com, and learn more about the company. But coming up in March, there's the Covenant Health Knoxville Marathon. And it's such a wonderful event. It's really a tremendous event. You have a lot of moving parts. So you've got a lot of different um, options. You of course have the 5K, which is the the shorter run. I think it's Mm 3.2 miles or 3.1 miles. Then you have the marathon, it's a step up, that's 13.1. And then you have the four person relay. So you sort of take the marathon, break it up into fours and you have the four legs. That's a great way to get people involved two-person relay so you each running a half marathon and then for the mark griffiths of the world <laughs> no we have a, an employee that does the marathon jr um you have the marathon which is 26 point i think three or something in that na- in that right. neighborhood um but the the actual event itself is a great event because most everyone knows about it and they it,
2: also have kids Oh, yes,
1: yes, absolutely. The Covenant Kids Run, um, coincidentally, um, and we don't want to time stamp this show too much, but you will be able to take advantage of the Kids Run on January 27th. So this show is being recorded. So it's just this weekend. Um, You have the ability to go and you can uh, sign up your child and it's at the zoo Mm -hmm. on January 27th. Mortgage investors group will be there. We've got a booth there. You're going to, we've, I was just watching the girls blow up balloons and they have all kinds of great giveaways. So swing by Um, it's, it's going to be today, Saturday, which is the day that this is airing live. So come out and um, get involved. I think it would be a great way for you guys to help your child get off the Xbox for just a few minutes. Um, and then you can get out there and really, really enjoy what what this great area has to offer. But Mortgage Investors Group is what we call the start line sponsor of this. And the start line sponsor is what we've um, chosen to sort of get plugged in with. Um, and so we'll, we'll you'll see a, a lot of MIG green at the start line. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll have, Myself, probably, and Chrissy, our president and CEO, um, shooting the gun off with the president of Covenant Health last year. Um, Actually, Chrissy wanted to shoot the gun herself, um, but she ended up not doing it. So, Um, and the governor comes out, but it's a, it's in for me, it's March 25th. It's really that beginning of what is going to be a great, you know, spring and summer. And leading us into a great time of the year. It's one of my favorite times of the year. Um, But the question I think most people ask themselves when they're running in through January is everybody has New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have any New Year's resolutions? I I, I did.
2: And I actually started preparing in November.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Did you write them down? And the whole?
2: I, I did. Yeah. I actually did because I knew that November and December, I fall apart. Mm, the, mm. All the foods and stuff. So I actually started, stopped drinking sodas. Mm-hmm. So November was no soda November.
1: Wow. Instead of the no shave, you did right. the no soda? I did the no soda. I like it.
2: I like so it. So that was one piece and I was still going to eat turkey and dressing. Mm-hmm. So I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't take that away. Right. And then November, I was going to start to shrink the portions.
1: Mm-hmm. The portions of your body or the portions of your food? <laughs> <laughs> the food.
2: And I hope that comes back <laughs> to uh, the body parts. But yeah. uh, still, I, you know, so November, uh, December was shrinking the portions that I ate.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a really hard. As a matter of fact, we're in our wellness, uh, we had a lunch and learn that I just came from. And that was one of the big discussion points was um, your portion size. It's so easy to take too much. And then when it's on your plate, well, I've got to eat it. So when we come back from this uh, break, we're going to talk a little more about New Year's resolutions because this this really is an important piece of of starting new in January. We're coming into February. This is where we want to start to really put a plan into place if you haven't already done so. So I'll share some of my thoughts. Mark will share some more of his and we'll do that right after these messages. Thunder.
0: The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray.
1: Hello. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I'm your host. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group, and uh, thank you guys for joining us. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. Thank you so much. We were talking in the first segment about What's going on in, in, you know, it's January, so there's a lot going on. There's a lot of new beginnings. There's a lot of things that we are uh, beginning fresh. We're doing our taxes. We are making plans for this next 12 months. We're trying to identify uh, areas of improvement where maybe we can make some improvements personally, professionally, spiritually, whatever that may be. And that's just what happens in January. Then in February, we all start realizing that we didn't make our goals. And we start feeling guilty. We start, um, you know, internalizing the failure that you feel you have maybe become because you didn't meet your goals. And that's why it's so important to have um, a realistic set of goals and also a plan of action um, that you have that is in conjunction with. Uh, whatever New Year's resolutions that you have, and um, we were just again, like I said, we were doing this wellness program, and we had Allison Oaks from uh, Naked Foods who does a great uh, meal prep sort of demonstration and presentation, and and she was talking about you know those New Year's resolutions, and she was talking about diets and how you know people want to just say, hey, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and I'm going to do that, and this, and this also. And then it's all, you know, we fall short of that because, you know, we have the best intentions in the world. But once we get into it and you start making a change and you think, okay, I've got this one change made. And then you say, okay, now that I've done that, let me go on to this other thing. And then you try to juggle four or five major changes. And what happens? You get burnt out. You don't put enough effort into it. So you end up then stopping one, then the other. And then you're like, I, I just, you know what? I'm not doing anything. Have you ever experienced that? Oh,
2: absolutely. When you, when you throw too much on the plate mm-hmm. is when you fall Liter- into trouble. Literally and, and figuratively. figuratively. That's when you get into trouble, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we have too much food on the plate, we get fat. If right. we throw too many activities on the plate, then we don't do anything. Mm-hmm. And we get fat. Yeah. So, I mean... It's a combo platter. It's a combo. <laughs> I mean, that's what I had to do. I just have to do it in small bites. Yeah. Literally. Wow. This is, like, so amazing.
1: <laughs> um, the figuratively uh, is great. And you're right, because every little change that you need to make, I mean, there's that number 21 days makes a habit, I think it, it is. And 21 days, I mean, that's, that's three weeks, obviously, you know. Um, you didn't come but to you the housing hour to learn that, but...
2: You gotta ahead. let your body catch up, right? I mean, you know, so it's going to go through withdrawals with the soda. Oh, for,
1: for sure. You know,
2: for this, it really does. Yeah, and then, and then you, you know, the smaller portions. You got to, you got to let your body adjust to
1: you. Mm-hmm. Well, um Allison was making uh, the point about, and I've heard this before, and we, we've done wellness programs in the past, I've also understood this, but. Um, if one of your uh, resolutions is to have healthier eating, for instance, then one of the things that you have to fight against is what the world and what society tells you is an appropriate food to eat. In the grocery stores, if you're, if again, if this is one of your New Year's resolutions, most everything that is packaged and processed is very bad for you. She, she even went into explaining to us the anatomy of a grain, for instance. And it was very amazing the way she explained it because, you know, the grain as it originally was, was basically the seed and it had fiber on the outside. It had B vitamins, minerals. And then you had also, in addition to that, in the nourishment, the germ part of the, of the seed, you had B vitamins, you had vitamin E, minerals, some, some other great things, some phytochemicals, which are great for your body. And what happened? They refined it and they processed it. And when that happens, they're stripping away all the good stuff. And so that then leaves you with carbohydrates, a little bit of protein, and some B vitamins. But what, what, when you refine and you process food, the reason they do that is why? Guess why? Why? Because they want a, the shelf life to be longer. So if you strip away the things that are good in the grain and refine it and process it, it's going to stay on the shelf longer. And the one product that she pointed out to that started not, I mean, we don't want to point the finger at, poor wonder bread, but wonder bread was one of the first products that it was that white bread. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it lasted longer because it, it's so refined and basically you're just eating sugar is what it is. So no wonder. No, I wonder. That. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and processed foods that was, you know, and, and she even went back and we're going to talk about other resolutions, but food is one of the biggest ones. She even talked about the evolution of food and how, you know, for hundreds and thousands of years, Food was actually very scarce on the on the planet, mm-hmm. um, and humans were hunters, they were gatherers, you know, living from season to season. Our bodies actually adapted and evolved and became able to keep from eating for weeks at a time when there wasn't food to eat and stored it as reserves, you know, basically right. fat cells. Well, that changed as the agricultural revolution occurred the 8th and the 13th century in the Middle East, the 17th and 19th century in Europe. And then the second agricultural revolution, like the 30s and 60s, 1930s, and 60, you know, we had a bunch of, the food supply was vast. So because we were able to to figure out how to refine the foods and take the crops and process them and keep them around for longer. Mm-hmm. And so when you had that happen, well, of course, it's a great thing because people are getting more calories. The people who may could not afford to you know, have a farm, maybe the folks who were, who were needing to, to work harder for their food, there was more food available. But see, our bodies were still in that adaptive phase where, OK, you go and you starve and then your body's going to store that up as fat. You know, our bodies are not needing that same recipe anymore but we're still living like we are living in the 13th century. So a more balanced diet is more appropriate. And that is super, super hard to do. And that's what I'm being challenged with right now. It sounds like you as well is portion control and being able to have all the whole foods that I need in my diet. Also, in addition to that, have a healthy assortment of fats, a healthy assortment of carbohydrates, and also the other things that you need to survive and to be healthy because our bodies really the way I understand it is the things that we're eating. And I speak even with you, not at you because I'm in the same boat. Mm-hmm. All the things that we're eating are extremely bad for our, our bodies and our systems. And they're basically chemicals is what it amounts right. to. And you know, the things that you can get off the shelf, what she said, I thought it was a very interesting way of putting it. She said, most of the things at the grocery store that you need are on the outer perimeter the things that can go bad are the things that you want because the, the processed, refined things they've, they've put in these preservatives because people, they, they want to make money. And the only way they can make money is to extend the shelf life of these products.
2: Right. So there you go.
1: Problem solved. Yeah. Just start eating healthy.
2: Um, but that's where, that's where people, you know, kind of like drop the ball. Mm. I mean, because when it, when you, you know, what you just said, you know, I hear it, mm-hmm. but then when it comes to preparing that meal for yourself and your kids or whoever, yeah. it, it kind of, it's it, so like, I, you know, I don't have time for this. I, I got to get meal on the, you know, when you work all day, I've got to get food on the table at five. Mm-hmm. I mean, so how do people, in your opinion, how would they go about a mom, let's mm-hmm. say, who wants to make their family eat healthy? Because it typically starts with mom. Sure it does. Right. So, how how would she go about doing this? How would she go about getting this plan? She's working eight to five. How Mm -hmm. do do you do this?
1: Well, and the first thing to remember is that you can't change things overnight. And that's one thing I love that Allison said today, Allison Oaks. And if you know, one of the things that she pointed out is that if you're not doing the things that I'm telling you today, don't feel guilty about it. That's what happens. Don't feel guilty about it because guess what? The world is set up that way. That's what the world is set up. The refined products, the processed foods, we have a lot of money being spent to put those in front of us, the advertising dollars. And guess what? They taste good too, right? So that's something that she points out. The things, for instance, that you're talking about, and I'll get to that in just a second, but you think about. You know, hey, bagels, donuts, cookies, cakes, Mm. crackers, Mm. pancakes, Mm. waffles, those Mm. things that we really like. Right. Mm. And things that are just delicious and they just taste good. So those are the things that have the refined, the processed um, and going back to the grain philosophy. They have no nutrients. They only have carbs. But to answer your question, how she sort of put it was, you know, you you have to educate yourself, number one. You have to understand, like, what are um, the facts behind what it is that you're putting into your body, like truly understand it and not just have somebody like tell you in a webinar or a seminar, but like the movie that we watched, if you recall in the previous, I don't know if you watched it, it was called, I think food Inc. or something like that. It was a documentary. We also went and watched, remember the premiere. Yes. And I can't remember the name of that movie for some reason, but Ann helped us with that. Um, so understanding the facts and you know by 2050 the CDC suggests that one in 3 Americans will have type 2 diabetes. 41% of middle-aged Americans are obese. Right. Obesity is the biggest driver of preventable diseases and healthcare costs. I mean our healthcare costs are going up at a rate that they have never went up before. And also the estimates are that the cost between 147 billion and 210 billion in a year just our healthcare costs. So, so understanding the problem is really the most first step is saying okay, there's too much highly processed foods, not enough fresh produce. And then once we understand what the problem is, then we'll get to the solution. We'll talk about the solution right after these messages right here on the housing hour.
0: housing hour with kevin ray continues helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it again kevin ray
1: okay welcome back into the housing hour again kevin ray here here with mark griffith our executive producer and co-host and uh this is the housing hour presented by mortgage investors group migonline.com ring them at 1-800-489-8910 um... definitely the websites the way to go you can check out all of our uh... branches from memphis to the tri cities and everywhere in between um, and you can locate us at MIGonline.com. Um, find the local number. You can walk into your local mortgage investors group office. Uh, that's one thing that differentiates them for sure is that you're actually going to meet a human being. And if you want to come in and meet with them, you can. So just like I always say, doing a mortgage isn't rocket isn't rocket science. So why don't you keep your mortgage on the ground with us? I think that's the safer way. Anyway, so... Uh, we were talking about food and talking about all the things related to our new year's resolutions. And one of my big ones this year is food. So that's why I started with that. And then we'll talk a little bit about exercise as well, because food is one of the things that unfortunately or fortunately you have to eat every day, Mm -hmm. you know, and the recommendation is not to eat just three meals a day. They recommend that you eat smaller meals, maybe every three hours. And that for some people is, Uh, intimidating because they think, well, first of all, I don't have time to be meal prepping my food. I don't have time to bring food to work. You made the very good point. If you're a a mom or a dad or you're a single mom or you're a single dad, you're working eight to five, you get off, you got to get food on the table, you know, mixing up nuts and berries and getting to make sure all your phytonutrients and things that sometimes is just a daunting thought and task. And so that's where the guilt comes in. It's like, well, I can't do it. And well, what I can do is I can take my kids to tomato heads. Okay. Then now I'm going broke because right. I'm spending so much money. Um, but let's get to the solution. Cause we understand the problem within the, the world of food and health. We understand that we're, you know, being presented at the grocery stores and at the restaurants with highly refined foods and processed foods. Um, but what we don't get a lot of is an array, an assortment and a more balanced approach. And, you know, for instance, whole foods, you know, not, not the actual store, but whole foods. Like, are you getting your foods from, from animals and plants? Are you getting them from vegetables, from beans, from nuts, from seeds, from fruits, from whole grains? I mean, I know a lot of people, myself included, not so much now, but before I, I'd go several weeks or, you know, days. I would not eat a fruit. I would not eat a vegetable. Certainly wouldn't see me eating any nuts or seeds or fruits. I mean, what, who do you think I am? A caveman? You know, that's what I would think to myself. Even cavemen didn't have that stuff, but you know what I mean? Even a caveman could do this show. Right. So I'm just kidding. So you start thinking about what are the things that we could in, introduce? And so here's the solution. The key thing is, is that when you're cooking, you have to make sure that you understand what's going into your foods. And the most important thing to understand is that your foods that you're eating are what the cells of your body are made up of so if you go out you buy ground beef that's from a cow that has been fed grains for instance guess what the grains have in them they i just explained it to you the, the nutrients have been stripped out of that grain and all you've got left is the carbohydrate it, in, in, the, in the, in the cow's body is made up of four chambers. It's a very unique animal and the way that it was made and evolved through, I, I mean, some would say that God, you know, made animals. I would agree with that theory and it's made up for a specific reason and it's made up a, a specific way. It's intended to eat grass. That's what cows are intended to eat. But because um, society and the human race want to make more profit, more money. They developed a way to feed the cows grain, get them bigger, fatter, quicker, to get them slaughtered, make more money, right? Twice the size, twice the profit. But, so that's one thing moms, dads, buy. One thing that you can do that can really help your, your family is to buy grass-fed it's no longer one of those unattainable type of situations. You can get that stuff at the grocery store. You can get that stuff at Kroger's. Costco has ground, I mean, uh, grass fed. You can do that stuff very easily. Um, and then the other thing, the other thing that's very important too, not just that, because that is important, but also make sure that you have vegetables that are within your diet, the right types of carbs. So brown rice, you know, sweet potatoes, um, oatmeal, You know, also berries. Berries are a great um, piece of the puzzle to put in to your dinner. Um, That might be blueberries. That might be raspberries. So those type of berries, sweet potatoes, are a great addition to any meal. It's going to give you some of the A, B, C, and fiber that you need. It has a lot of energy. They taste good. Um, Chicken, turkey, mix it up. Hey, Fish. If you've ever had bison, you can get bison around here, lean pork tenderloin, maybe put in eggs, plain yogurt, Greek yogurt. So you have to really uh, make an assortment. Now, you may have a a husband or you might have a wife if you're the cook. You might have kids that are going to protest in a major way. That's why it has to be a a family conversation and a family decision. Because if you yourself decide that this is the way you want to implement it's your New Year's resolution, right? I want to start eating healthy. Oh, my family to start eating healthy. Well, if it's just you, your family, in a lot of times they're going to say, "Whoa, wait, 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 wait a minute! I'm not going to eat that stuff. I don't understand. I don't have that same New Year's resolution. I need you to go back to making me that pizza that I've made, right?" So, so that's that's the food part. So let's transition now. Mark, um, you and I did. I it seems like yesterday, but. Um, we did the wellness program and you and I, um, carried out what I thought was an unprecedented change in our lives. What was that? Three years ago Four? I can't it was even in
2: 2012.
1: Okay. Four. So it was four or five, five years, years, five ago. years ago. And, um, and I'll, I'll, speak for myself and then I'll let you, I got to that point where I just felt really just horrible, you know, physically, mentally, emotionally, I just didn't feel good. I wasn't eating healthy. I wasn't, I was not exercising. I was working too much. I was focusing all my time and my energy on work and during this wellness program. And, and it was sort of, you know, uh, partly the wellness program and then partly you seeing you go do it. And so, you know, we went and we did the, the, we had a, a private instructor, you and my, myself, and it was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. The thing that sometimes happens is that sometimes you get injured in that process. And when you get injured and it's a back, or if it's something that is important to the lifting, it can put you out for some time. And then when that happens, then you go back to that same thinking. Well, see, I knew it. I couldn't do it because of the injury. And so you get into that that rapid vicious cycle. And I, and I went right back. I went to the same cycle. Right. I saw a couple of pictures of you and I, right. and I was like, who are those young bucks? <laughs> you know, Because we were doing it. We were in shape. We were working um, and that's where we want to be again. Right. Talk about your experience.
2: Well, that's that's basically it. And, and the problem is that it's so easy to fall into old patterns. Mm-hmm. And, and it's really hard to break the pattern. Yeah. And especially when you come home at night and you're tired and you just want to sit down and you want to eat. But really, your mind is, is racing elsewhere and you start to eat more. And mm. then you eat a little bit more. And then that little gnaw at nine o'clock hits. And then you had to have a bowl of ice cream. Right. Then you really start to fall apart.
1: <laughs> exactly. You know,
2: and you've got to break the pattern now for some, and I don't know about you, Kevin, but, um, you know, some it's cold Turkey. I mm. break the pattern right now and everybody changes immediately. 100%. For me, that doesn't work. I know. I mean, I you, have to. for smoking
1: really, that did work for me. Okay. That's the only thing. When and that was well, a long a time. One. It was a long time ago. It was I was 21 years old. So we're talking about 21 years ago. But that was the one thing that I had to do: cold turkey.
2: Right. Well, I mean, but you, that's a that's a good thing. But for me, I have to start in small increments, and mm. then I feel good about that accomplishment, mm-hmm. and then it's on to the next thing. So mm-hmm. I just add one plus two plus three, mm-hmm. and then I'm I'm rolling. I, then I'm doing good. For example, November I stopped sodas. December I started cutting back the portions january i started paying attention to the foods Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. now i'm eating the brown rice now i'm i'm regaging why because just without even working out i I dropped five pounds that's awesome in two months now that everybody said well gosh that's television." television says you can drop 15 pounds in seven days right exactly
1: not me. No, And then the miracle diets of the world. Hey, listen, I used to work at general nutrition centers back in my previous life. this is back when I was in school. And so I understand the, the, the promotion of these products and the miracle diets. There are no miracle diets, folks. It takes changing your lifestyle. It takes, you know, one step at a time. We don't expecting anyone to, you know, have a miracle and part the red sea of, of you know, chicken and go and do what you need to do. It just takes time. But to your point is so important. Small increments seem to be a much better sustainable type of effort.
2: Well, then once I accomplished that, then I said five pounds, I'm feeling pretty good. Mm -hmm. Now I'm ready to start the cardio, Mm -hmm. a little bit walk. Is that February? February? Yeah. Well, I went to Disney World.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right.
2: Yeah. And, And then we're walking and I had, you know, on my phone it measures how many space and all of a sudden i'm doing 10,000 steps a day yes well of course you have to if yes,
1: you're going to the park oh yeah i can't as i'm actually going not to disney and I'm world feeling good good and you're looking you're honestly you're looking good and you know what hey we only have a minute left in this segment and we'll pick right back up but that's what it's all about hey you've got grandkids you've yes. got ki- you got a grandkid and you have kids I'm one on the way too. and you have one on the way congratulations and i want to be there for my kids yeah right you want to be there for your grandkids and living a lifestyle where you're just eating and doing whatever you want guess what you may have that but you won't have some other more important things in your life if you continue down that road so let's keep it positive we're right here on the housing hour come back right after these messages
0: (laughs) but if you close your eyes Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome
1: back into the Housing Hour. This is, again, Kevin Ray. I'm your host here at the Housing Hour, and I'm here with our executive producer and co-host, Mark Griffith. He has been with me from day one. Uh, we've been doing this show now I guess in our in our 7th year. of uh, 2011 was when we started. So in November I think would be we'd be celebrating if I'm not mistaken 7 years.
2: I think that's right.
1: That's incredible. So we're in our 7th year um and we've had just a great time doing it. And we hope that you guys enjoy it. Uh definitely go to the You can see all the information that you need to know about our show. You can see all of the uh, shows that we've put together. You can share them with friends and family. Uh, We have just uh, a variety of uh, different topics that we've covered over the years. You know, whether that be home ownership matters, which mortgage investors group knows a lot about um, helpful tips to just help you with your home. If you have that uh, protect your environment, talking about things that we can do to protect our environment um, and protecting your kids. What's more important than that? So we have that series as well. Uh, I love the series Science or Science Fiction. It's a great series with with uh, with your friend, um, Dr. Yeah, Dr. Simpson. Simpson um, does a great job. Vol um, Nation series that you can go check out. Uh, we've had a great set of guests. We're working on Jeremy Pruitt.
2: And in a couple of weeks, Leave It to Cleaver.
1: Yes, Leave It to Cleaver. That's one of our favorite series by far. Um, just a great guy. Uh, we, we are excited to have him on. And we'll talk about, all things home and anything inside of the home. It's just a great, it's a great series. And I think that you'll like it Uh, are one of our more current series that you might want to check out is being a United neighbor. Um, It's through the United way of greater Knoxville, sort of through the lens of their organization um, helping East Tennessee. So that's a great one as well. Um, And then like Mark said, next week we have Steve Kleber who is uh, a gentleman who I have a lot of respect for. He represents a lot of different brands, but he is also, I think a guy who knows a lot about the home and knows about, you know, brands that are available, outdoor living spaces, indoor, how to do this and that home improvement projects, how to spend your money wisely and all of those things. So check them out, check him out with us in our next show. And you can of course find us on iTunes. You can go to Apple and you can subscribe to our, um, to our podcast. So, Uh, We've given you guys a lot of information about sort of our lives and what it is that we've done and what what we've tried to accomplish. And we're not perfect, and Mark may be, but I'm not. And I know that I'm going to fail a lot. I do that constantly. And it's not so much about the failure aspect of it. It's about getting back up and what are you going to do after that. And I, I loved what I heard somebody say. I don't know if it was Russ Scales, I think it was, from Champion Life, but he was talking, or it was somebody, oh, I know who it was, he shared the video, and it was a great video because it was talking about failure, and it was talking about how failure is so important to success, and how failing at something helps you to, helps your body, helps your mind refine itself to figure out how to succeed. So if you don't have the failure, then a lot of times you don't experience and taste the success because if you go straight to the success, it's not going to be as enriched. It's not going to be as as sustaining, but if you have to go through failure, if you go through those moments where you fall down, you make a plan, you fall down, you make a plan, you fall down, but then you refine it. Your mind is in an innovative and it is operating at an, uh, an evolved state and it's what helps you to continue. And that's where the muscle works. Think about your muscle. You're breaking it down. Right. You're failing your muscle. And then you're building it
2: back up. But you mentioned earlier about you overcoming smoking. Mm-hmm. And and it's losing weight's a lot like quitting smoking. Because yeah. a lot of smokers quit smoking just right off cold. but mm. And then they last a month. And then they're back smoking again. Right. And then the second time they quit smoking, it may last two months. So Doctors actually I've hear say that the more you stop smoking, the increases your chances of success down the road of finally putting it down once and for all.
1: You're suggesting that cold turkey is not the best way or it No, is,
2: it, yeah. it could it could be. I'm what I'm suggesting is this mm-hmm. when eating weight loss, if you fail Oh, I see two months in, don't quit. Don't right. sit on the thing and say, I just can't do it and give up. Right. Try it again. Yeah, And then you may fail again, but just keep trying. You got to keep plugging away and then you're going to find the combination with help. Look online, look at some of these groups, get with some groups, join a health club, do something.
1: There's so much to wrapped up in food as well as exercise that carries with it things that maybe we've we've had in our lives for a long time. And, you know, I don't want to get into like an Oprah Winfrey show or anything here or Dr. Phil, but, uh, you know, there, the fact is sometimes there's emotional connections with food and that's just a fact. It's hard to break those habits. Sometimes people, when they, when they, they get into an emotional sort of frame of mind, something bad happens in their life, or let's say that things don't happen as you plan them to happen, which is going to happen 100% of the time because everything is not perfect. We fall back on old habits. We fall back on eating. We fall back on, you know, the ice cream at 9 PM before it's time to go to bed. Mm. You know, I'm not talking to you. Mark, oh, hey, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were, <laughs> but, but you know, me. those things are so challenging. And, and the way to, I think that for me is a community of people to help you to get, to that next level to be a support system, to be someone to talk to when you're struggling. Hey, you know yeah. what? I you know, I really, really, really don't want to go work out today. I don't really, really want to do what I'm supposed to do. And then that person can say, Oh, you can do it. You can there's so much power in having an accountability partner. And, you know, when we were in our heyday, yeah. You know that was a great piece of it. It, it is
2: a very important piece when, of it.
1: When you weren't there on Tuesdays, I would always I'm just, just get <laughs> fluff off
2: and get a you know
1: yeah But shake. It is important. It is important. Very important to have people in your life that can talk positively into it.
2: Well, you have to have that support group, mm-hmm. and and now that can be your family. Mm-hmm. It could be the mom and the kids. You know, let's go out and walk. Let's go ride the bikes around. You know, mm-hmm. some of the bike trails, or do something, or go to the wherever you belong to and go swimming. Yeah, you know, do something active-wise. Mm-hmm. Just don't sit back. Don't stay on the on the videos. Don't sit on the couch. Right. Get off.
1: Yeah, because that's gonna that, that ultimately that's gonna cause health problems down the road for all of us. And and my, I mean my kids, you know, we try to balance it. It's not perfect. And that's my encouragement to you is to hey, get out of your comfort zone. Try something different. See how you feel afterwards. If you have pets. The pets are sitting there like, is this really what we're going to do tonight? Really? I mean, the pets even are thinking, hey, let's get outside. You know, I can see it on my dog's face sometimes. He's like, guys, you've been sitting here watching this TV. They want to get out. I mean, we all need some activity. But it's in, it's intimidating.
2: Yeah. Especially if you're not very proud of how you look mm-hmm. and you're intimidated by your look. And then you go to these places and you see all these what you consider thin and shape people exercising. Yeah. That's intimidating if you're not.
1: Oh, well, yesterday, it was a perfect example of this boot camp that I'm doing um, with Russ Scales, Champion Life, um, there when I went in yesterday to the place where we do it, I mean, here I come, I'm coming down, I, f- I don't want to be there just because it's late, I mean, because I had to go to the 6 p.m. class, and I'm running late, and I walk in, and just 30 plus people that... You know, 25 of them were just, I don't want to say perfect condition because nobody's perfect. But, I, you know, I, it was very, you're right. It was very, but it's guess what? Intimidating. My mind, it did not affect my decision to be there because I'm not, I'm not doing what I'm doing for anybody else but myself, because I know that if I try to do it for somebody else, if I try to to change my life and eat healthy and work out and, and make healthy choices for someone else it's not gonna last right right And I also have become to, got to have I've sort of at the point in my life where I'm I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired right you know I'm willing to go to any length that it takes to be healthy um, And that doesn't mean that I'm not gonna fail. It just means hey I'm gonna I'm gonna go to any length does that so that means Russ says hey stand on your head in the corner for eight minutes. I'm gonna stand on my head in the corner for eight minutes.
2: That's why the the Covenant Health the 5K walk. Yeah. When I did that, and I was I was working the booth for our company mm-hmm. all day, and I and that's I so started, exhausting. And I, I felt I'm I was feeling bad for myself because when yeah. I started, my legs were I'm already tired, mm-hmm. and so we're gonna do the walk the 5K. I knew I could walk it, I couldn't run it, but mm-hmm. I could walk it. And then I and I, I, I don't
1: started, remember seeing you, but that's because you blew past me like <laughs> no. in the first. 2 seconds. I walked it too. But <laughs> okay. I know exactly but, what you're saying.
2: But but then I looked over these other people that were older that were obviously in pain mm. that had their knees wrapped up with these, you know, bandages and that they were massively overweight some of them mm. and I, that encouraged me and I thought my goodness if they can get out here and do it, I know I can. Yep. Anyone can do this. Just get up and do it.
1: Yep. That's the message from the Housing Hour, from our sponsor, Mortgage Investors Group. We know that you can do it. I know that you can do it. And hey, every day is a blank canvas. I'm not right. going to use Halloran's saying, yeah. but it really is. I love Halloran. So you guys get out there and do something today. Do something for someone else. And let's let's make 2018 the best year of our lives See you next week, right here on The Housing Hour.
0: In my that's me back. We'll tell her that I miss little talks. Soon it will be over. And Barry... That's The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today